0: Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouch, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouch. For more information, live broadcasts and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. I am speaking to an end time generation of men and women that you know God has called you to nothing less than God's best, nothing less than 100% victory, 100% of the time, you are a Christian called by God to live in the faith of God and the courage that the Lord has delivered and invested in the spirit and the soul of his body the church today you are healed today you are blessed today you are helped today you are answered today you are strengthened today you can see life today you feel his presence today you're going to have your answers today you're going to have an encounter with the lord of lords and the king of kings we are more than conquerors through christ and uh, and and uh, the the global church we love you and we thank God for you. Every single one of you. I've been praying for your nations. I've been praying for this nation. For every state in the union. I believe with all of my heart that something expeditious, that means quicker than you know. You might just blink and look and see something change. I feel an anointing on the word of the living God here. You're going to blink and see change. I think some things are going to move a lot faster than some people have been talking and some people have been thinking. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I've been praying for you in, in, in Europe been praying for you in the nations of the world and I've been praying for all of you But I want to send special greetings to our beloved friends and churches and clergy in the great continent of Africa and I want to tell you let's continue to spread the gospel northwards and, and the Middle East I want to tell you it's time for you to let yourself be made known. If you are a Phoenician, stand up and act like it. If, if you are, if you are a Hebrew, stand up and act like it. If you're an Aramaean, stand up and act like it. If you're a Christian, stand up and act like it. Because the Lord has not forsaken you. His presence is upon you. He's about to move in your life despite oppositions and encounters of the adversary. And I say that not preaching, but I'm just declaring it to you. It's not a style, so I want to welcome every so-called group or denomination. And I want to tell you welcome to the inheritance we have in the um, pre-denominational church. And you say, well, I don't know what pre-denominational is. That's before people split up. Right. Yeah. That's right. yeah. uh, welcome to where we are all going to be of one mind. We're all going to be of one soul. We're going to come into the knowledge of the Son of God. And the, into the knowledge of His faith. Into In His faith. Come into the great uh, uh, revelation of the stature of the Lord Jesus. There is going to be a unity in your life, in, in your church, in, 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 um, in your walk that is united with the very um, uh, um, traditions, the very uh, truths, the very living um, gifts granted to us by the Lord through his apostles. Um, when we read the word of the living God, and I, I, I'm going to stop for a minute and, and uh, make sure that we give honor um, to the old covenant, because it's one thing to know that when God speaks about the future, if he performs the future, then we know that God is the one that knows the end from the beginning. Are you listening? Praise, amen. Are you here? So I want to, I want to, for a minute, just stop. And and I want to tell you, I thank God for the prophet Isaiah. That God anointed him in Isaiah 53. He talked about the Lamb of God and he described Calvary or Golgotha. And he said, he has taken our sins. He has carried our sorrows or our pains and our diseases. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah and there was no beauty that we should desire of him and we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed but I want to give honor to 1 Peter two twenty four. the apostle Peter by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit wrote down what Jesus did so we talk about the apostles not because they saved us but we talk about the apostles because they were saved enough to be used by God to pen down the unadulterated word of the living God that distributes to us the impartation necessary for us to walk like he walked and live like he lived magnifying him in the land of the living we are not we are not groping around in the darkness of this world Looking for an answer we have found him hallelujah, hallelujah. and so Peter said Peter said him, himself he took our sins in his body on the tree talking about the cross that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed now here we see a man used by God To write down what the word of God himself incarnate never wrote. When Jesus came to earth, he didn't have to write anything. He was the living, walking, breathing, incarnate sermon. If you wanted to hear from God, you got a hold of the Lord. The head of the church, the master, the redeemer, the deliverer, the resurrection, the life. I don't know why it's quiet here. But the Lord did not have any time to waste. He did not sit down when he was, you know, five years old or 12 years old or not 29 years old or or after the baptism of John. He did not sit down and write the gospel according to Jesus. No, the Lord didn't have time to write anything because the Lord was releasing his word and writing on the tablets of human beings he said I'm going to change you and when I change you and you become different I'm going to empower you and when I empower you you're going to write but it's not going to be you writing it's going to be the inspiration of God writing through you the very word of the living God that will help humanity walk in the light because I am the light of the world I'm going to stop till somebody shouts Glory. glory so so people say I, I heard someone say well don't you know uh, I heard you I heard you and I shouldn't give you any credit but I'm not I'm going to make sure everybody knows that you, you, you said that I heard you say listen uh, just preach Jesus and him crucified don't talk about the apostles Where'd you find out about Jesus and him crucified? Wasn't it Paul that said, I chose to know anything, nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified? Oh, if you don't believe God uses people, Turn this channel off. This is not your church. But if you believe that he is still the miracle worker, the dead man raiser, the elevator, the revelator, the healer, the performer, then this is your camp, this is your body, this is your company, this is your family. And so also I want to give honor to King David, upon whom God has chosen to give an allegory through Gabriel and to say to Mary, uh, he will sit, speaking about the Lord, call, call his name Yeshua or Jesus, for he will what? Save his people, because the word... Yahshua is salvation or the Lord has become our salvation by the way our healer by the way our deliverer by the way the one that prospers us by the way our rescuer by the way our preserver our all in all when you get in Jesus and, get, and Jesus get in you nothing else should be able to tamper with the blessing that he has brought into your life hallelujah there is a generation that is Full of power and victory in the earth today, and we are that generation. Am I right? and so he says he will sit on the throne of his father David well he's talking about he was made according uh, of the seed of David according to the flesh he's talking about taking on humanity well what did, what did the psalmist say he said a lot of things but here's one bless the Lord oh my soul we got to give credit right yeah. somebody said you talk about the apostles well let's talk about King David yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> don't, don't be anti-semitic now Let's talk about King David. Hallelujah. Prophet, priest, and king. Even with a stone, he slew a giant. Even as a shepherd, he took care of his sheep and slew a lion. He was re- God led him, empowered him to raise up mighty men that could not be stopped. Hallelujah. And rule over Israel. But in his psalms and in his songs, he tells us, bless the Lord oh my soul For forget not all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities what what you're in the Old Testament you're in the Psalms how in the world did you get that it must have come who healeth all your diseases hallelujah he forgiveth and he healeth glory be to God hallelujah and so the Lord tells us in, the, in Mark chapter 11, and when you stand praying, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. He said, have the faith of God for whosoever will say to this mountain, be removed and be kept. Ca- today, I'm saying to this mountain, be removed, be removed, be removed. Be removed. America, be removed from planet earth be cast into the sea of of dryness and emptiness be cast off of humanity in the name of the Lord of Lords and King of Kings and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith will come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith so we know the Lord also Agrees with the all inclusive. He, he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He, he delivers your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. He, 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 he uh, satisfies your mouth with good so that your youth is renewed. I'm going to stop. I'm talking to somebody. You get ready to rise up and act younger than your children. You get ready to rise up and be stronger than your children, stronger than your friends, and stronger than your suspect co-workers. There is a quickening happening today by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. I'm going to just take a moment and talk about, isn't it important to know about the new covenant? Now, the new covenant is a testament, but the new covenant is a word. And the new covenant is a life. Yes. Yes. It, it's, it's people. So, and, 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 and people that, that, that are not just beyond you. How many here are people? Yes. Yes. Two, three people. Yes. How many are people? And, and, and so today, if, if you will take the word of God and, um, and take God at his word, you can make a switch with the help of the faith of God. You're not alone, you sense the presence in your life right now. You can make a switch, even, even even if you are high up in your answer and call and ministry in the Lord, or whatever your role is in society, you can make a switch by taking God at His word. You can make a switch and take the limits off of where you are and allow the Lord to take you up above the limits and how many want to want to take God at his word so he he says to us he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from some of their destruction how much okay well let's find out how because faith awakens. Faith is a spirit. You you do not have. Um, don't ne- never say I don't have that kind of faith. That's right. Come on. Faith is a spirit. Yes. Whatever you feel that you don't have now, you're gonna feel that you have in a couple of minutes. Yes. Because faith is a spirit, He'll rise up on the inside of you in order to be in agreement with the very word of God the Lord sent the spirit of faith to live on the inside of you and I so that we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written I believe and that is why I have spoken we also believe and that is why we speak glory be to God and he has shined in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that shines in the face of Jesus but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power somebody shout power Power. beyond measure excellent power power today today. of God God. and not of us us. see but we have this treasure where? In in earthen vessels so in order for that the spirit of faith to to arise and awaken in you on the level that is consistent with Christ's call. How many of us believe Christ calls you up? Yes. Because if, if the Lord says, you know, he calls you up and, uh, and he says, you know, that's what in, 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 the, um, in the apocalypse of John, he said, come up hither. And I'll show you things. That that right there allegorically, allegorically will preach. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. S- some people don't see things because they don't come up hither. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just an analogy. Yeah. Go, go with me to Matthew chapter 4. And I'm going to just follow the Lord. I have some things and I'm talking to some mature men and women of God. And I want you to see this. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, or have a change of attitude and action, right? Tur- have a turnaround. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Or the, or the word kingdom, now I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna only tell you once now, the kingdom of heaven is the kingship, the sovereignty, the authority, the rule, the royal power, and the reign of Christ. So, he say, so he, Christ from that time. Someone say it's time. It's time. Say that time, is this time. that time is this time. Say it's still time. It's still time. Because the king is still king the sovereign is still sovereign sovereign sovereign. Hallelujah. hallelujah and so he said he said from that time he initiated now a time of performance and he began under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit the Lord did to declare he said change your thoughts why because you are used to thinking it's coming change your thoughts It's near you. Your miracle is within your reach. Your answer is in your house. Your breakthrough is on your life. Your promotion is at hand. Your miracle is at hand. Your reconciliation is at hand. Change your thoughts from it's coming someday to this is the day. Hallelujah. Because the power to perform the promise is here. How many understand? Yes. So is that okay to, ta- to make a conclusion out of one verse? Yes. Conclusion. Repent doesn't mean every day we cry and boo-hoo and we say we're just, we're just sinners, we're all sinners. Look, l- look, look, forget all that. Just because we are not the Christ, who is the only one that never sinned or never made a mistake, does not mean we are sinners. That's right. Are you listening to me? Just because you're not a, 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 a race car does not mean you're disqualified from being uh, on the road. That's right. But if you get in the right shop uh,
1: come
0: on. That's right. And, and, and 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 you you let you let the master start working under the hood and preparing you for a marathon and put in your life the power necessary To fulfill what he called you to do. If you will get into the right church. You say what are you talking about? The house of God. The church of the living God. The family of the believers. Glory be to God. Where there is bread in the house. Where there is provision in the house. Where there is health in the house. Where there is healing in the house. Glory to God and right where you're at right in your house right now you're in this house together with us so from that time Christ from that time began to distinguish between John the Baptist who was the greatest one prophet born of women who was saying there's one coming after me and now again change repent repent Change your thoughts. Wait a minute. We repented. We got baptized at the baptism of John. No, you repented of your sins. But your thoughts. Change your thoughts change your thoughts because the one that he said was coming is here the baptism of fire is available the endowment of power is ready the defeat of the devil is at hand the authority to the believer is ready my God my God change change and And so he tells us and and remember, can I can I quote the word a little bit? Yes. And uh whoo and the Lord, the Lord himself, Jesus said, "What did you go out to the wilderness to see? when you went out to see John, did you go out to see a reed shaken with the in the wind? Well, of course not, because John was you know he told the truth, he told he told the truth pretty hectic. You know, it's amazing you can get that kind of a crowd talking to him like that. (laughs) But he had he had an anointing. He can call you names, and if the name fit, you you said that's me. Put me in the water. John the Baptist. Am I right? He would call people names. He, He would tell people who. You, you, you vipers, you children, all that, who taught you to escape the, the damnation to come? And, and they're, they're like thinking, I don't know, but uh, you, 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 you got my number. Because he had an anointing. He had an anointing. He had an anointing so strong that even Herod was afraid of him and even and he was talking about Herod and about Herod's lifestyle he didn't stand and just say you have the right to live however you want to live he, he talked I need to stop I need to stop today he, he, said, he said you're messing around and living with your brother's wife and and, and, and you remember now Herodias She's the one that was so angry that she, she calculated how she's going to get rid of John the Baptist. Herod was afraid of John. He was so afraid of John the Baptist that he, even after he was beguiled into, uh, you know, giving in, uh, and, and John the Baptist was beheaded, then all of a sudden he hears about Christ's miracles and he thinks, oh, is John the Baptist come back to life again? As, that's one scary prophet dressed in, dressed in, in, in leather and, and just eating, you know, locusts and wild honey and yelling in the wilderness. But he said, Listen, he said, There's somebody coming after me. I'm just here to talk about what's coming. But somebody coming after me, he's mightier than I. I'm not worthy to untie his latchets on his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. He was talking about our Lord. He was talking about our Savior. And so when our Savior came on the scene and was released to deliver the word that for thousands of years had been predicted both orally before the law of Moses and orally and in the writing of the law of Moses. So we see Genesis came way after Abraham was. How many understand what I'm talking about? How many think Genesis came way after Adam was? How many think Genesis came way after Noah was? And so Genesis and the... The first five books, Moses came some 400 plus years after. Are you listening to me? After the children of Israel had gone into into captivity. Isn't that right? About 400 years after. So, but there was a promise made to Abraham, and it was an oral promise that was repeated and expanded upon um, in his lifetime. It, with a minimum of 10 appearances of the word of God himself. And it says, the, and the word of God came to him saying, or, and behold, there's the word of God, God or there, the word of God. Are you listening? Yes. And this was in his heart, transmitted, and then the Holy Spirit would come, and through Moses would put on the sacred scriptures almost 4,000 years ago. The, the, the word of God for you and I and so 2,000 years ago it's been already 2,000 years almost of reading yeah. yes. from you know Genesis and then those that came later 600 years before Christ the prophets 500 years before Christ M- Micah and all the mi- major and minor prophets they all spoke about the Lord and described him to the, uh, to the most minute detail Uh, Let me stop and tell you, the the real church, the pre-denominational conviction is not that there are two ways, or three ways, or many ways, but there is one way, one truth, and one life, the Savior, the King, the Lord, the Deliverer, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world one doctrine the doctrine of the apostles delivered to them directly by the lord himself through the agency of the holy spirit and so it is today with this generation of champions warriors Warriors of righteousness Prayer warriors You will not lose your family You will not lose your fight of faith You will not be defeated You will not go down Under the rudiments of this world You will stand up in a victory The world cannot imagine And manifest a power That a human cannot conjure up And if you believe it Shout like you've never shouted and so so the lord said no you didn't go out to the wilderness to see a reed like you know a bamboo shaken in the wind you went out to see a prophet yea, and more than a prophet because among those born of women there's not a greater than john what do you mean, Jesus? Weren't you born of a woman? Yes, but there was no male involved. The word became flesh. And so he and everybody else would have to point forward until the one. That will say, You don't have to look forward anymore. I can give you what you need to walk in, and I can walk with you throughout your life. And when this life are you listening to me? When this life has had the victory that heaven supplies, and the because we don't pray to hope God answers, we pray in faith, nothing wavering. Glory. Glory, hallelujah. Should I stop? No. I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm not on trial today. But I want you to try the word. He said, he said, don't be full of anxiety and worry and fear about tomorrow, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. In other words, don't you look for tomorrow and wonder how in the world where in the world how is it going to work out and all that for your heavenly father knows after all these things that gentiles seek those without a covenant have to take care of themselves but you that have a covenant your father takes care of you my God I'm going to stop till I hear apostolic global church shout Coming to your life that is so all inclusive, it's going to shock you, and it's coming now. Ma, 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 ma. So, 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 he tells us, he says, uh, he says, uh, he says to us, uh, Uh, to disciples after all these things to the Gentiles seek but seek ye first the kingdom oh okay I'm gonna get ahead of myself a little bit the kingdom of God was Christ's primary message he came to live a demonstration that God whoops the devil That that heaven is superior, that the dominion from above is greater than the than the pretension that is below. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is near you, and so he lived his life in absolute dominion over the powers of the enemy, walking in the faith and in yieldedness to the heavenly father. Never yielded to the enemy or gave him. A millimeter never gave him an inch never gave him a centimeter never gave him uh, 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 nothing <laughs> and he he, he uh, but then he also went to the cross and in the cross he spoiled principalities and powers so in his death is laying down his life he defeated all the powers of darkness so that you and i could understand that it's not that hard to defeat the defeated if you're walking with the one that defeated them if you are if he if the one that defeated the defeated is has has victored uh, the, the saved, then, 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 this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith yes. in whom, in the one that defeated the, yes. Yes. the one that defeated the defeated, yes. or overcame, um, and and uh, and uh, and so. kingship and so he says seek ye first or seek actually or ask for the kingdom if you, if you read, read the original language ask for the kingdom why? because it's near you somebody says well you'll never have the kingdom fully till you get there you can't handle the kingdom fully right now but you shouldn't be missing some Days of heaven on earth belong to you. Days of victory in the now belong to you. Hallelujah. They're ours. They're ours. We have a mission. We have a mission as a family. And I I want you to know that when you join hands with mentors... And, and or apostles like, like you call me your father in the faith, and we cover you in prayer when I get that prayer request, and within a day, sometimes just the night passes, and I get the testimony it's not an accident these things don't just repeatedly happen by accident. You keep walking right, God will continue to make your life right. You'll walk upright. You'll walk straight. The enemy will continue to be under your feet. Victory will continue to be the harvest of your life. Multiplication will continue to be available for you, in you, and through you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And and so so um, so he said, "Ask for the kingdom first. Ask for the kingdom. What is that? When you stand praying, believe that you receive. Yes. What things soever you desire, believe you receive. Yes. You don't even have to ask for the things sometimes, because he knoweth what you have need of before you ask. And don't ask just for yours." No, 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 don't ask for your existence, ask for your mission. And all of these things will be added unto you every greedy person without a covenant every covetous person without a covenant he is seeking they're working overtime they're scheming they're lying, they're cheating they're doing whatever to try to make sure that their future is secure but their working and their wealth and their effort is reserved for you, all of these things shall be added unto you I'm going to stop till I hear a shout. Now, you may be seated. Now, one thing I want to remind you of in the scriptures, and I want to move on. In the word of God and from the first century, um, when Christ delivered um, um, the Holy Spirit or in Uh, birthed the church in in the upper room on the 50th day. And throughout his earthly ministry. But let's, let's talk about the birth of the church. From the time the church was birthed, we see order in the church and relationship in the church. And the people of God became a family in a different way than they were with their natural family. They loved their natural family but they wanted to bring their natural family into the into God's family. Yes. Are you listening? And 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 normally, because of the 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 wonderful preparation that God had put in the heart of man through the uh, prophets that came in, uh, to the nation before, and all of the um, the uh, the godly men or the proselyte people that came from different nations but they uh, embraced the law of Moses how many some and believed in the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob how many so talking about and they were looking for the for the day when 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 the one that is promised will come yes. they're looking for that day and so everything they did whether it was a feast you know, a wave offering or whether it was a Passover lamb or or whatever day of feast it was, it was a time of one that will come. And whatever the experience they had were were just his works. But but he was going to introduce his ways. It was not his intention that they would know or we would know his works, but not know his ways. It's not enough for you to know that God is able. That's a good start. Isn't it time for you to believe that God will? Because the one that is able has promised. And the one that is promised is not able to lie. Isn't it time for you to believe that the one that is able will? Because the one that is able has promised. And the one that is able is not able or capable of lying, he cannot lie. Glory be to God. And so, through the preparation, and he gives us this word, and we see it. We see it in the uh, in the actual encounter in a prison. Do you remember that? And um, in, in 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 in, we see it in several encounters. But how many of you like good godly Christian friends or? If your husband or wife, uh, respectively, your spouse, brother, sister, wave, yes. how many know that it's good to be around people of faith? Yes. So you have Paul and Silas, yeah. and um, they—they've just cast a devil out of a woman, <laughs> yes, Come on. A, a young woman that was full of a spirit of Python. She had Python. She was like a fortune teller. She was a, a she was a prophetess with with a F. She profited people. She she profited an entire community, and 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 she's going behind, and she's saying the right thing these are men of god that show us the way of salvation and 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 paul just after many days going to prayer he was grieved in his heart because words are spirit yes. and when the word is right it lifts you when it lifts you don't doubt it don't resist what lifts you yes. Accept what depresses you, except what energizes you and lifts you. That comes from God. Hey, God is lifting you. God is strengthening you. God is blessing you. God is reforming you. God is forgiving you. God, my God, is supplying for you. Amen. And and so, here we are, and, and they... The Apostle Paul turns around and the gift of faith, the God faith, rose up in him and he puts it in words in the form of a a, 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 um, authoritative command. Come out of her. Well, you know the story. And um, we've seen devils come out of people all over the world. I've seen blind devils come out and people born blind see. I've seen people that were, that were witchcrafted all over the body. And I broke the curse off their life and instantly I've seen them free. I've seen deaf devils leave by, uh, by probably the tens of thousands all over the world. Deaf devils, people born deaf. And you just, just it come out. And the devil has to do what the anointed of the Lord tells them to do because they are not our superiors, we are the superiors over the devil. Glory be to God. Now I'm not talking about the medicines of earth, I'm talking about the healer of heaven, I'm talking about the authority of the church, I'm talking about the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And 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 so he tells her, he says. Uh, he tells him, come out of her, well, immediately the resources, the gain, the money that was being made by an entire community stopped. Well, it sounds like I I prepared a sermon here, It's, it's not even in these notes, the economy shut down. And so these people are like this, you know, they didn't like it. And so they came against Paul and Silas and they, and they accused them of, of, of lies. And they're teaching us things that are not right uh, for us. And, and, and the next thing, you know, as a result of deliverance, child of God, if you don't want to face persecution, go to heaven now. Go to heaven now, please. I don't want you to go to heaven now. Change your mind. Amen. for for the kingdom is within your reach. (laughs) But but see, it's stop asking these questions. Why does God allow this, that, or the other? Because there comes a time when you have to turn around and say, "Come out of her. Come out of him." get off our time get off our ministries Up, pastors and ministers and presbyters and bishops and apostles in this nation and around the world that are not playing games but are ready to believe that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Glory be to God. And a body of believers that everything we do is full of power to give honor to the Lord. Yes. So now Paul and Silas are in prison. Now you know the story, they, they were beaten, they were put in prison and at midnight they prayed and sang praises to God and the prisoners heard them. Now how many understand, now Silas is replacement for Barnabas. I'm getting ahead of myself, but remember, Barnabas, the apostle. Barnabas was called apostle in the 14th chapter of the book of Acts. It says the apostles Barnabas and Saul. So Barnabas was an apostle. So we, if we just count Barnabas and Saul, we got 14 apostles. But we got a whole lot more, don't we? Amen. Anyway, so some people said there were only 12. You know, you, you just don't know who the apostles are. So, so now Barnabas we'll talk about him later but now that here's Silas he was also a prophet we'll see that later that's what I was planning but he's a prophet and they're there and, and there are two of them it's nothing but but prisoners are you listening they're in jail they're incarcerated they're in prison there are prisoners there there nobody there ready To pray and sing praises to God. Just two. Just two that are walking together on a mission to change the world and they know that the reason they're in there is because the devil is homeless and he wants to try to get back so he tried to put them inside a home and shut the door on them I say to you your windows are opening your doors are opening your opportunities are opening your roads are opening your states are opening your nations are opening your economies are opening your mouth is Opening, God is setting before you an open door that no man can shut. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. You getting anything out of this? So, so now here's the church—just two, Barnabas and, uh, or uh, uh, Paul and what? Silas and they prayed and sang praises to God the prisoners heard them and what happened? What happened? Why? Why? The kingdom, the kingdom, the superiority over iron, The superiority over rock, the superiority over earth manifested just through praying saints and praising saints. Praise your way out of the lies of the enemy and praise your way into the victory that God has reserved for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, the kingdom shall manifest. And shook the place and normally human beings get afraid when there's when there's a shaking but the shook and the the, the 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 chains fell off of people's hands and the stocks fell off their feet that that's not a natural earthquake That's the Holy Ghost move. That's God saying, I like that. I'm tapping my feet to your praise. Ah, I like that. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. I'm going to do you out of this jail. I'm going to, my God. I'm going to do you out of this confinement. I'm going to move my hand in the now. Change your thought life. You're not living to look for the future. I am with you now, says the Lord. I need to stop. And um, you, isn't that right? It's not a natural earthquake, chains fall off, prisons are shaking. The earth is shaking, the prisoners know why it's shaking. They heard praise. They heard oh you are the mighty one. You have redeemed us. You died and rose again. You delivered us. You spoiled principalities. and pa-. You know Paul knows how to praise because you know, you know that Paul knows how to write. He knows the mystery. Hallelujah. He's aware of the mystery. He's knowledgeable in the mystery. Hallelujah. Which is Christ in you. The hope of glory who we preach, so they know how to praise, they know how to praise, and um, and so he and so, how, when they're praising, they're defining God, not, not just praise God, you are mighty, you are great, you're a good God. You never fail us. You never leave us. You're with us. You're more than enough. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for the privilege of being a, a recipient of persecution because we are practicing exorcism. Thank you. Hallelujah. That we can turn this situation into an altar and this confinement into an opportunity to make it a prayer closet and a praise altar. Thank you, you're with us mm. And and things shook and chains fell and and uh and um they they were not afraid And uh the the um, the um, The uh, the Lord reveals through that encounter because I want to get to where I'm. Te- I haven't even read my second scripture yet. But the kingdom manifested. Can you see that? Yes. Now the Lord shows us in that experience, and He shows us in the encounter of uh, the apostle. Peter in the 10th chapter of the book of Acts in verse 38, 37, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. That encounter was where God directed Peter to go where he shouldn't go and that was the Gentiles house. And he had no lawful right under the old covenant to go into someone that was a Gentile. But Cornelius, who was of the Italian band, who was a centurion, and um, was a godly man, devout man. He, he, he was devout towards Yahweh, towards Jehovah. And um, and uh, he he was generous, he gave alms continually and prayed continually had an appearance and an angel appeared to him shout kingdom, kingdom. see now there's going to there's interference you're walking on one level and all of a sudden heaven breaks in on you and God says I'm going to take you to another level and, 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 and a man dressed in white clothing bright clothing which was an angel said to him uh, you know your alms and your prayers ascended before God as a memorial go to Simon the Tanner's house over by the seaside and you'll find someone called Simon Peter and uh, call him and have him come over here and he will tell you words whereby you and your house will be saved in those two accounts. Are you listening to me? We see, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved and your house we see the we see that the devil made the mistake and tried to confine some apostles, but they praised their way into a harvest. Yeah. glory be to God, yeah. hallelujah. hallelujah. you will be saved in your house. everybody was believing for a, for a household salvation because the promises of God talked about a day of performance can you see that so faith was ready for performance so the same thing happened when Peter walked into um, the the Gentiles house Cornelius and it said not only his household but everyone was there it was full in other words the people that worked for him that were soldiers under him everybody everybody was ready because there was an appointment made yeah. Hallelujah. Can, can you uh, get ready? Get ready. Pretty soon, pretty soon. This, uh, you'll never want to miss an appointment because you'll know whatever you miss, you go without. You'll never want to miss an appointment. And so when Peter um, was talking The Holy Spirit fell on them. Evidently, they believed the Holy Spirit fell on them. They began to speak in in other tongues. And this was the open door to the Gentiles, first time ever. And Peter said, for we heard them speak with tongues, or the Lord had given them the Holy Spirit as he has given us in the beginning. Right? And, um, of course, they baptized them. The centurion, you will be saved, and what your whole, your whole house. And so, again, they led them and they baptized them. In both cases, what happened? Kingdom shout, Kingdom. kingdom. And so, in both cases, the word was accompanied with performance. Yeah. So, repent, church, change your thoughts, yeah. stop. The it's coming. And get into it. It's within reach. Stop. He's coming soon, someday. I'm going to live without today. He's with us right now. He's coming back bodily, but he's with us right now. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He will heal your children. He will restore your life. He will... Bring back what was stolen, who will multiply what was seeded. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. And something is happening now. This is not only a day of prayer, this is not only a national day of prayer, and a national day of praise, and a national day of performance. This is an international day of prayer, praise, and performance that every nation under heaven and every one of our sons and daughters are going to be overcome with accelerated performance to the glory of God. Go ahead and shout like you never shouted in your life. Give the Lord a shout. Glory! Hallelujah. Now, just before I, 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 I move on, who went about doing good and healing all that what? Yes. Of the what? Yes. So oppression, sickness, disease, di- dysfunction of any kind is not from God it's from the devil the proof of it is when God the word the son became the man and became flesh he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hurry up. But how many of us know that in Nazareth, where people diminished his value, they got little from him. Even the most anointed one could do their no mighty work because of their unbelief He had to go over to Capernaum and he couldn't keep the sick away They brought the sick and everybody in town was laid down at the door of the house and he healed them all Somebody today is gonna get in on the bigness of God in in the hour we're living in My God Hallelujah No affliction will bind you. No depression will hold you. No diagnosis will contaminate you. No weakness will override you. No bonds will bind you. No fear will influence you. No doubt will rule you. The power of the kingdom will inspire you. And when you say yay and amen, Within your reach, the power of the Lord to perform is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our word today, not just the word we plucked out of the, the, um, the word. This is our word today. And uh, I'm going to go to Luke chapter 10. And verse 1. And then verses 8 and 9. And verse 17. After these things the Lord appointed. Other 70 also. And sent them. 72 in the Aramaic, and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. So, in, in this, in this uh, part, I want to talk to you a little bit. I want to talk to you uh, also. I want to talk to everyone. I want to talk to everyone. To the body of Christ, the church, the house of God. Jesus Christ is Lord. He. Instituted ordination, consecration, impartation. He initiated calling people to be disciples and then empowering among us apostles. And in this 70 is an apostolic team that he's sending out 72. The word is, He appointed them. Now, I'm, I want every IMI alumni to listen to this and FCF alumni to listen to this. Because you are the answer for the world today. Yes. Yes. And when, when you have clarity on the things that are being asked by the world, you'll be a blessing to them. So, so he appointed 72. So this, this word means that he gave them an, not only a directive to obey him. Does that make sense? And you will know that at that time, many people did not know that Christ was the son of God. Um, you know, when, when Peter said it, Jesus commended Peter. Are you listening to me? Nathaniel said it. Are you listening to me? But other than that, you know, it wasn't until Jesus rose from the dead that Thomas said, "My Lord and my God." Yes. Am I telling you the truth? Yes. And so we know that they knew he was a teacher come from God. That was that was um, uh, testimony. The disciples knew that he was the Messiah. But he would ask questions and even the disciples wouldn't know them. Right. He would say, well, who is, who is the son of David? Who is the Messiah? Or who? And they would say, the son of David. And then he would answer the, the, the religious people. Well, if he's the son of, if, if David says, uh, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down on my right hand. Then how is he his son? And they would go scratching their head because they didn't know who he was. They knew it was he was a rabbi that gets stuff done. They couldn't. We know you're a teacher come from God because nobody can do these miracles which you do except God be with him. (laughs) And so we can't argue with your theology. Most of the time we don't understand your parables, but somehow you do stuff and you get result. You spit on people, they get a miracle. You put mud on some people's eyes, they wash, they get healed. You tell people on the Sabbath day at Bethesda, take up your bed and walk, and they get a miracle. We don't like the days you work on, but we can't argue with your miracles. My God, Hallelujah. glory to God, glory to God, and 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 so he. So you say, well, why did you say that? Because at that moment, he's taking seventy-two disciples. And telling them now, I would like to go to this, 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 this city, and all these cities. I would like to go to them, but I can't go to them. Now, here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to the to those cities, and I want you to go over there. And whatever city receives you, then eat what's what they offer you, and because it's hospitality. Are you listening? It's it's it's. Uh, it's eastern hospitality. Are you, and so, and, and then heal. Is that what he says? Wh- whithersoever he goes, and verse 8. And into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. Verse 9. And heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, the kingdom... Of God is come nigh unto you, or is within reach, or it is near you, or it is overcoming you. Yeah. Now, now here's 72 people. They have never gone to a city and healed the sick in it. They had never, ever gone to a city. And God got, got one, um, got one hundred percent God result. They had never thought. Of doing that because they did not have confidence in themselves, but he called them and Appointed them when he appointed them. He must have told them. I'm giving you a commission I'm giving you a mission and now when you go with that mission, you're gonna have the ability to perform it the way I describe it my God and so our confidence there switched from our historic inability to our present capacity in God. You are more than a conqueror through Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I catch a disease, I kill it. I'm going to say that again. When I catch a germ, I kill it. When when I catch it, whether it's in India, whether it's in Africa, whether it's in Asia, whether it's in Europe, wherever it is, when I catch it, I kill it. Because the Lord that called me has delivered me from confidence in my ability or the lack thereof and has anointed me with a mission to raise up an end time army of believers, a family of redeemed. That walk by faith and not by sight, and they're about to experience a regeneration in their life, and they're about to see spirit, soul, and body and energization. You're 10 years younger tonight, I'm telling you. 10 years, you're gonna feel 10 years younger tonight. And I'm not. I'm not afraid to point, because some people might claim it. <laughs> no, it's the truth. And I'm not. I, I. I'm not talking because I prepared a message. I know where I'm going with this, but it's very important to understand. When the Lord initiated this acceptable year of the Lord, this, 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 this it is finished, he accomplished it, and then he said, go ye therefore, are you listening to me, now we were repent, repented people, in other words, we were delivered from the Adamic fall that needed a future savior, and we were immersed into the new creation, into a family, hallelujah, that the head of it is the Lord Jesus and we were immersed into death to the Adamic and resurrection to uh, uh, the last Adam I'm going to stop and I'm going to give you an allegory I feel real good tonight but before I do that will you remind me so he tells them to do that. It, they'd never done it before. This is 72 more on an apostolic mission. Yeah. Yes. Because I know the theologians and, 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 and all of that and scholars and, and Bible critics and, and, and so on. you say, well, Dr. Arfush or, or saints, he was talking to those people over there. Okay. And, and he just used them that one time. Now, here's, here's what he goes on to say in verse 9. Heal the sick, say the kingdom of God has come nigh to you. They come back with great joy in verse 17. And the 70 or the 72, depending on what translation you read, returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. Okay, I'm going to stop. Say subject now see that's how it reads in, in some of our who has that in your Bible subject the, ver- the, the version you're reading wave at me subject it's the Greek word to to place or rank under to subject to obey or to subordinate so even the devils subordinate themselves to us even the devils get down under even the devils acknowledge their lesser rank it's it's a hupotasso is the, the, the Greek word because uh, in, in your name so the Lord, the Lord says the Lord says what? he says rejoice not that the devils are subject to you or sub- subordinate to you but rather rejoice that you're what? Name. names are written where? Uh, well hold up Okay, does that remind you of something? Jesus I know. And Paul I know. Does that remind you of that? Okay. Some people don't like to talk about Paul. Just Jesus. Right. <laughs> Men will never live it down. I banned him and he'll never live it down. Uh, but isn't that true? So, so um, even the devils are subject to us. They subordinate to us. They're underranked um, um, under us. And they are um, subject to us or to our... Uh, they obey us through your name. So the Lord says, rejoice that your names are written in heaven. If your name is written in heaven, shout... And then he says, behold, look, hey, see, I give you authority. I give you ability. I give you exousia. I I give you capacity over all the power of the enemy. To advance by setting your foot on scorpions and snakes you and I we the church we will be the ones that trample the adversary in this hour as a testimony to a world that lies in darkness no enemy no affliction no lack no opposition no kind of symptom or diagnosis will rule while we are present in our prayers their superiority in our praise there's deliverance and in our walk there is breakthrough hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, to God. glory to God so um, did you catch that so he wasn't just saying to the 72 if he was then it wouldn't have been related to your names are written in heaven are you listening to me rejoice because your names are what Written in heaven because rejoice with reference to your identity. The reason the devils did uh, obey you is because I sent you. When you're connected to me, the world has to acknowledge that I have my kingdom behind you. I back up my church. I back up my. I back up my people. I'm with them. I help them. I. Glory to God. The world. The world will see His backup is greater. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. Isn't that good? Yes. All right. Anybody learning anything? Yes. I, I want to just make sure we all receive it because we have to get to 2,000 years later. 2,000 years later. I noticed I'm so proud of the... the, the questions because hardly anybody asked, well, why doesn't God do what he used to do? Hardly anybody, all the questions are coming from very taught, um, members of ours because he does, yeah. Yeah. he does. And, um, and, and the church, the body of Christ should believe that and, and, um, should receive um, from uh, this ministry the pre-denominational gift of God yes. that He would so love the world He would give His Son, and that through His Son He would give His Himself His Spirit uh, to work through His body. Amen. Yes. And uh, but we have to go to. Th- 2,000 years of legacy of Christ, 2,000 years all over the world has never been a place where the Holy Spirit was not available if we called on the name of the Lord or believed in the power of God. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yes. N- nowhere, God did not ever take a break uh, regardless how, how things uh, appeared in one region of the world, other region of the world, or sometimes in, in, in the world. What Christ did was never undone. What he supplied was never taken back. What's available never became unavailable. Can we all, can we all agree on that? And so when it becomes unavailable, it's because we have been taught away from it. Or not taught about it. Isn't that right? Okay. Okay. So when he says rejoice because your names are written in heaven. But I give to you authority over all the power of the enemy. Now he's talking to an entire group of people. And he says you'll trample underfoot scorpions and snakes. So he shows that 100% of that team. We're going to be devil dusters. Okay. Now, I don't want to deviate that way, or take a side trail, but I'm going to have to because I'm ministering in 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 visions of the Lord. Uh, how many know the the parable Jesus says? He that hears these words of mine and do with them I liken him unto a man a wise man who built his house on the rock and then the winds came and the rains descended and and the floods came and they beat against that house and the house did not fall and he that does not or that hears these words of mine and does not do them he's like a foolish man who built his house on the sand good looking house but then the flood came the rain came the wind came and it hit that house and great was the fall of that house so we just think be a word doer that's great but let me tell you what Jesus is also saying allegorically if you hear what I'm telling you and you keep building this house on Adam who is sand dirt and will go back to dirt To the old man who is indebted to sin and ruled by the devil. You might build something that looks good. But when you get hit with winds or rain or flood, what you built will fall. he said, upon this rock, I will build my church, my God. And so where do you build this house on? What do you build this house on? Well, you heard what I directed Reverend John to talk to you about. And he did a great job talking about other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And then the church, it says, built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. So Christ laid the foundations The foundation and then the apostles' doctrine went ahead and gave us the necessary spiritual material so that we can be changed from a sand house that will fall in the storm to a rock house that nothing can defeat. The house of the living God. See, we used to be destined to go down yeah. now we're destined to go up yeah. and, and see that's what Jesus did isn't that what Jesus did yes. I, di- I didn't want to say he didn't, even, he, he didn't even give the devil hell <laughs> you, know, you know I don't want to say that because he was quickened by the spirit went down preached took the keys and led captivity no longer do people have to be imprisoned in Abraham's bosom inside the earth waiting till somebody comes and takes them up the curse of going down is over and the blessing of going up is here glory because we all Back to where we were born from that's why we call it going home because we were born from above I feel the power of the Holy Ghost the church is built on the rock no storm no flood no rain no enemy no demon no end time no curse no adversity no circumstance Will shake this house You are permanently founded upon a foundation that cannot be shaken That we have received from God Seeing that we have received a foundation that cannot be shaken Let us therefore serve God with reverence and godly fear Hallelujah Oh go ahead and shout at home Some things are accelerating tonight, this morning in your life. Your miracle is here. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. See, Jesus is brilliant. You, 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 the Lord is smart. You know, the Lord can't force you to be happy. And you can't force him to be sad. You, you can either be glad with Jesus or sad by yourself. <laughs> you know, I can't come to you, and I, I I come here. I'm, whoo! I'm full of good news, and then all of a sudden, oh Lord Jesus, you know, it was tougher than I thought. No, no, no glad tidings are going to make you glad. If they don't make you glad, they're going to bounce off your house and hit mine. If they make you glad, if they're they, they glad, Who? if you say yes and amen, you're going to see every place in your region full of the blessing and the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Now, Do you have a minute? Yes. I heard an argument recently, uh, a theological argument. One individual, uh, and I don't listen to preaching, but I ran into this um, counter to to, um, some of the things that the Lord is doing with reference to pre-denominationalism. There's always a counter. Does that make sense? It's easier for some people to just, Believe in a heaven someday and stay the same today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and someone said something about that, about the great catching away that some people believe in yeah. and said, if, if, if that happened, all of a sudden people disappeared. Everybody would believe. That's why it's not true. And I turned it off immediately because Jesus said, there was a rich man dressed in purple, fared sumptuously and uh, was very rich. And there was a poor man full of sores by the name of Lazarus who lied, laid at his gate every day begging. And then the man never you know, even acknowledged Lazarus. And he's telling a parable. But he's got humor coming up. He's telling a parable. And he says, "And then there are rich man, um, Lazarus died, and he was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man died, and in hell, he opened his eyes. <laughs> and uh, do you remember that? The story? And the rich man looks over to the Abraham side of the, 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 the comfort side over there across the great gulf between them. And he said, Father Abraham, uh, send Lazarus uh, to dip his finger in water. Am I saying it right? And cool my tongue because I'm tormented in this flame And of course, the answer was no. We can't go over there. You can't come over here. (laughs) Hallelujah, (laughs) amen. If that doesn't designate two type of people, I don't know what does. Woo! (laughs) So he said, "All right, I've got brothers. I have brothers, and." if, 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 if you send Lazarus to them to tell them not to come to this place of torment and, and Jesus said Abraham said they have the law and the prophets if they do not believe the law and the prophets they will not believe even if someone rose from the dead and guess who rose from the dead Jesus! Who? guess who rose from the dead so, so the Lord knew. He said, I'm, he's, he's giving you some humor here. I'm going to rise from the dead, and, and, and the rich man's brothers are still going to be just as wicked as anything because if you don't believe the law and the prophets, you won't believe anything. If you're waiting to see, before you believe, you might just see it happen to someone else. The blessing might hit your neighbor, but if you believe, the blessing will hit you and your neighbor. Isn't that phenomenal? They will not believe even if someone rose from the dead. Thank God for Thomas. You know, he made it. Thomas want, wanted evidence. And, and there was evidence. So we can see in that. Do you see humor in that? Jesus is telling a parable, but he's also telling a truth. And, and, and those two truths about the building on the rock is, is the permanent thing. And then the other one is living for God, regardless of what condition in this life you go through. If you put God first, your life does not end with the feeble number of years or days that humanity is given, whether it's 100 or whether 200 years. Are you listening to me? And and the other way around too. He's talking about two extremes here. Amen. Amen. Well, did you get anything out of that? Yes. yes. Mm. In Acts chapter one. In verse three, the, um, Luke is writing this treatise, second treatise to um, the, uh, Theophilus, and it is the record of the acts of the apostles, uh, many accounts that are recorded there by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Luke was part of the company. How many read in there and they say, and we, he was, he was part of the company, he was there. But he gives the the a mini version of what some of the heroes of the first century did, starting with the Lord's last days before the ascension, um, before he ascended, and then going through the 10 days of waiting, the 50th day when the Holy Spirit empowered and birthed the church into power, and then how the church immediately began to conduct our behavior. not powerful? So he tells us in verse 3, to whom... Also he showed himself alive after his passion or his death by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So after the resurrection, during the 40 days of training, which many of you need to... Make your plans to be part of first century discipleship. Find out how you can be with me and with our heroes in the faith. And spend a week of intensified training that is far above anything we can share in a public setting. This is close, FCF. But FCD is for men and women that want to experience the ultimate in God. In the now, so that you could do the absolute uh, all that God has called you to do for his honor and for his glory. And to build his house and and, and multiply the number uh, of his ranks in the earth. So after Jesus rose for 40 days, he's again talking about kingship, sovereignty, authority, rule, and royal power. So he 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 um, shows himself alive uh, to them with many infallible proofs or irrefutable proofs—signs, wonders, miracles—being seen of them for the space of what forty days. And and we're going to see in a moment that it was over five hundred people that the Lord showed himself alive to. Okay, disciples. How many think that's a good IMI graduate class? Yeah. And so, but he says, and he was speaking to them of the things pertaining to the dominion of of God, the reign of Christ, the rulership of of the Lord, the uh, supremacy of uh, of heaven, um, the the dominion of the Word, right? And uh, of course, they asked him, "Will you restore the kingdom to Israel at this time?" Verse eight, he says, "But you shall receive power." Now, stop. Notice, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons which the Father has kept in His own power, but you shall receive power. I want you to hit someone and say, "Catch this!" Catch this. Somebody, uh, somebody, hit somebody and say, "Catch this!" Catch this. Listen people say, well, when is the Lord going to return? I'm not going to make a doctrine out of this. I'm not going to make a doctrine out of this, but I'm just going to say this, when you're ready. Somebody said, no, 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 that's not true. The Bible said he'll come when you least expect it. No, the Bible said, we're not of those that walk in the night. That day will not overtake us as a thief. He will come when you're ready. He is preparing you. He is elevating you. He is reforming you. He is strengthening you. He is performing in your life what is necessary. The church will not leave planet earth on a lesser anointing, a lesser authority than we Started with in the first several centuries, we're being lifted up to be ready to attack and invade the finish line because He's preparing us. Hallelujah! Glory to God, Amen. I know I'm not making a theology out of it, but He's but He says, Listen, 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 uh, never mind that. These are seasons that the Father has kept in his own power. Seasons are very important because seasons in God initiate something new or something fresh. So when Christ opened his mouth and said, um, um, uh, uh, repent, uh, have a change of attitude and, and action, remember that? And he said, he said, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand or upon you and he, he began to, 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 to say he told us he, that he's come to preach the year of jubilee or the acceptable year of the Lord for three and a half years with his disciples and extended multitudes he did what no man can do and then he prepared us for 40 days for him leaving Even before that, we see him telling us, I'm going to go away, and we don't want him to go. Because we're used to what? A season. But he says, no, 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 I'm going to send you the paraclete, the comforter. I'm going to send you my my spirit. I'm going to send you the spirit of truth. and, And the world can't receive him because it does not see him the church receives the Holy Spirit and it says the world cannot see him and does not know him but you know him because he's with you and shall be in you when the Holy Spirit came on the great day of Pentecost and filled the house with a with a violent wind glory be to God and then split with the baptism of fire and stood upon each of us one translation said stood stood upon each of us and we were all filled with and began to declare in languages the wonderful works of God until it was noised abroad and declared to the multitudes before that day was over 3,000 people were ready to be baptized into the Lord and become part of this new family that was a new season we were used to working with Jesus now we had Christ working through us it's a new season Glory to God. Yeah. And so a new season doesn't change uh, the, the truth. A new season educates the family on how to deal with the time it's living in. Yes. Are you understanding? Yes. So f- f- So the first, 500 years of the church, the church went through a minimum of five persecutions that were de- destined to annihilate us from existence on planet earth. Within the first 500 years, murdering Christians and killing believers was mandated by demon spirits to move governments, in that case the Roman Empire and others, and religious groups and pagans and Christians, we had to be very innovative in where we met and where we worship. Thank you very much. We had to make we had to we had to sign language each other. We had to walk around as if we're normal people and then Somehow tell each other where the meeting was going to be In in many cases It was illegal it would be in a cave and I could take you to places around the world all over the Middle East all over The holy lands and also all over Asia minors where caves from 2,000 years ago were used as altars and even in 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 the catacombs used as 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 church gathering places and tables were made out of rock and altar where we met underground because to go overground and be a Christian would be to be killed but we did not stop gathering if gathering was not an essential necessity for the church why did we innovatively decide how we're going to get together glory be to God how we're going to break bread how we're going to drink the cup of blessing how we're going to worship the Lord, how we're going to baptize our children how we're how going to pre- perform our weddings, how we're going to bury our dead, how we're going to serve our God how we're gonna anoint with the world, how we're gonna ordain. That's right. That's right. And and so I, I didn't mean to say that, I, I just but first five, six hundred years of church history, if if believers at that time did not have a very strong hold on the apostolic traditions and the word of the living God, Do you see what I mean? Yes. If they were like some after we split up into different opinions and different groups, if they were like some uh, today, uh, they, they wouldn't have, we wouldn't have made it. There probably wouldn't be any Christians left. You, you understand what, what, what that means? There wouldn't be any Christians left. Now I know, you know, theologically you would say to me, well that would never happen because Jesus said that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about Jesus running away from threats. Right. <laughs> right. Are you there? Yes. I'm, I'm going to answer some questions later, but I, I want to say this. the Lord of heaven who who is going to come back in the clouds of glory. He's going to come back for his saints. He's going to come back with his saints also. He is building his house on the rock. And uh, one of the church fathers early on within several hundred years, threatened Rome and said, "If we, in writing, said, if we wanted to, we would leave your cities all at the same time and you would go bankrupt. Amen. That's how many had infiltrated are you listening to me? Yes. And today, who's on the front lines? Today, how many were raised up in Christian homes? Today, who are the people that are exercising mercy towards their neighbors? Today, who are the people that are patriotic towards their nation to serve God? In whether it's it's it, 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 it's in. Uh, in uh, law enforcement or whether it's in military or whether it's in coast guard or whether it's it's in nursing or whether it's in, in I'm talking about the good people now. How many understand what I'm talking about? Whatever area there we're in there there's almost three billion believers on earth but many of us have been somehow taught to be quiet and wait for the return of Christ or not that some things are not necessary and, and we've, we've ignored what we inherited from the Lord and we ask when is Jesus going to come back and I say he's getting you ready. Yes. He's getting you ready. It's not correct. It's not right. Leaders, I, I won't talk to you and I say leaders that we elect leaders that we vote or leaders that may be in a communist country or a monarchy I want to talk to you you may not be even a Christian but I want to talk to you there's a judge higher than any judge you have yes. and um, he's the Lord of Heaven yes. and um, and uh we have certain things that we're called by God to celebrate like Holy Communion where we break bread together and we eat the bread that comes from heaven drink the cup of blessing or where the sick call for the leaders elders, presbyters priests Of the church. And uh, we pray over them, anointing them with holy oil. And we pray the prayer of faith, believing that that saves the sick and the Lord raises them up. Those are mysteries delivered to us directly by the Lord through His scriptures. We also have probably 6,000 years of history where reverence among the people with a covenant with God and maybe even in your culture was exercised at the time of the funeral and the burial of a loved one. And the location would be marked. And we see Abraham, and we see Isaac, and we see Jacob. We see Sarah in the same place. We see Joseph come out of Egypt to get buried in the same place. It's not right for people today to make decisions. And you make a decision and tell a loved one and a family, you can neither come see your loved one, nor can you attend their funeral personally and probably we're gonna cremate them. Don't do that. There is a judge bigger than you and uh, don't let your fear of what you don't understand deprive you of the help that the church can offer you. Yes. Yes. We we we, we and now some of you you know some of you, you 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 wrap your loved ones in silk. You 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 perform the prayers and the burial whatever. I mean as even as far back as any dynasty or or you know um empire prior to christendom or the nation and deviant from the nation of israel they give me the body let us wash the body let us clean the body let us prepare the body for burial but if you will get ready because things are opening up yeah, yeah. And, and and i want to speak to leaders in africa I want to talk to not only leaders in Africa, I want to talk to Christian leaders, I want to talk to political leaders. Start choosing from among our churches and our ambassadors there, the people that carry the gifts of the Spirit, and give them certain liberties to step out. And minister in a way that maybe your medical or your doctors or especially with reference to their loved ones. And uh, if you get this and get it get it to your governors, get it to your presidents, get it to your people. And uh, anything, Italy, do something. It is not right for people to watch online somebody else perform the funeral of their loved one without even knowing whether that loved one is in that box or not. So... I'm just given you a divine advice. Maybe the religious leaders there, you would speak out about that, it's very important. It's very important. Yes. If you believe in the resurrection, it's very important right, yes. to let the family and, and let, let the ministers, let the ministers Start preparing yourself. And pastors all over the world, stop. Stop. Can I talk? Yes. Stop. Stop saying we don't need to lay hands. We don't need to anoint. We don't need to have communion. We don't need to dedicate children. We don't need to do that. Stop. No, we need all that. We may need to just do open up as, as the Lord directs us, because we're fighting some uh, invisible things, but we win, and we win very fast. Yes. But let's not during a period of Mickey Mouse warfare right. change our entire theology. When, when I just talked about 600 years, where well, we were almost, time after time, almost annihilated completely. And we were second-class citizens that weren't even legally recognized until the 400s. We couldn't even own land until the 400s. So let, let, let's, let's, let's get ready to do that. Now, all of my students and my, my alumni and all of that, you're with me and we're with you. And we're with them, aren't we? And you are participating by way of attendance through this agency of technology. Amen? Amen. But, But never, never, ever will the Lord forsake his church to where we will only have technology to communicate. That will never happen. As long as the body of Christ is here, we will have the ability to have person-to-person relationships, human-to-human relationship, and magnify God in the land of the living. We will march in the streets praising the Lord. We will celebrate our resurrection day. We will celebrate the birthday of the Lord Jesus. We will celebrate the first days of the week. We never. We will defeat this invisible enemy, and we will come back stronger than ever before. This is just a mini economia that we have to adjust in, but we have to do it in strength, in authority, and in dominion. And 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 um, and, um, and and I want I want to tell you. I want to tell you. If you get this word, please to the president of Cameroon, please. I I, I saw last week I had a word about the continent of Africa and and Uganda you're talking to me and Nigeria you're talking to me and and Egypt you're talking to me and many of you what's happening is in certain situations um, for whoever is making the call there's cremation happening and, and there's burial happening Without the family having any ability or the pastor or the bishop or, or, or the apostle having any ability to perform with the family uh, the, 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 the burial. Now, now you know what it means to you to know where your ancestors are or to know where they're laid down. Not for any religious reason uh, or that is mystical. But you know the tradition from way back when until now. It's always been the pattern of humanity for us to know and to believe and to pray our prayers and to do what is necessary. So I'm asking you to get this word over to the presidents and presidents you choose from among our sons, among the apostles there, those that have the charismatic gifts and those that have the word of God and let them visit. Let them be even... Uh, You know accompanied by doctors and go to the hospitals and anoint with oil and visit the people And see if the power of God will not raise up men and women Not only from one affliction or one virus But every depression, every cancerous condition, every dying And every form of My God I feel the power of the Holy Spirit And 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 if you're a governor in your region, and if you got the freedom to do that, do that. Do that and, and watch the stats. Make sure that it's done in a way that is um, healthy, in a way that it's is proper, in a way that meets your regulations. But then mark the stats. And if the stats go up properly, then you'll get the credit for putting God first. Hallelujah. Because let us do unto others. As we would have them do unto us. Now speak to you Italy. Wake up. Wake up. Open the doors of churches. Let the widows go in and pray. Let some people pray. Let them go out and not fear the affliction. Let the mothers in the church pray. Let the champions rise up and stand. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's not the time for humanity to perish. It's the time for... It's time for victory, 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 victory. Hallelujah. And every person that believes in one God believes in the almighty God and if God is almighty then God is the way when there is no way when man can no longer do anything God's time has come it's time for God to move I bless you in New York I bless you in New Jersey I bless you in Michigan I bless you in New England I bless you in America my God I declare your house Household healed I declare every lying symptom gone and I believe God together with you for your job promotion for your finances to come in for your business to be sustained and for the breakthrough to happen the kingdom of heaven is within reach somebody shout if you believe it Thank you, Jesus. I love you. I love you, Lord. Is that okay? And um, he he said you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you in verse 8. And I want you to read that out loud with me. Verse 8, Acts 1. But you shall receive power. Okay, I wanted you to read this because this is a key to pre-denominationalism. That means the theology that entered from different ways to say what used to happen doesn't happen uses verses like this. It says, well, he was talking to the people that were with him. And so they said, well, after those people passed away or after several hundred years were gone, the, this power was no longer needed because we have the Bible and we can believe that Jesus is risen. That's one of the arguments. But there's a problem in the language and there's two things very necessary. Three things. One is the church is a spiritual institution of new humanity established by the Lord of Lords. So we are a people among peoples. And we are peoples among humanity. We are a spiritual supernatural society of people in the middle of people God sent us to bless and help and teach and, and preach to. How many understand what I'm talking about? But that is an establishment that was established by whom? By the head of the church. And so in our nations, um, in our countries sometimes... When someone is elected or inaugurated or whatever, they put their hand on a book, normally the Bible. Yes. And they they either affirm or they swear that they will fulfill their role, etc. etc. Are you listening to me? Well, this sacred word in living form is the word of God who established his church. And when he was walking with us and told us about the things of the kingdom. And we said, well, will you establish the kingdom now? He said, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons, but you will receive power. Then he goes on to say, and you shall be proof providers to me, right? Because if you receive power, and I receive power, then we go, and what happens? The devils are subject to us. What happens? The kingdom is within reach. Are 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 you seeing that it's all over the word? Okay, so he says you be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. The uttermost part of the earth is not Asia Minor. The utter the uttermost part of the earth is not Asia Major. The uttermost part of the earth is the parts of the earth you can't get to without the proper um, uh, map and the proper ships to get to it. I think I think five or four and a half hundred year, 400, 500 years ago, this uttermost part was reached. Four hundred, a little over four hundred this uttermost part was reached. So was Jesus exaggerating? Maybe, maybe Jesus was just born in Bethlehem and just thought the whole uttermost part of the earth was, was Sicily. No, he said you will receive power and you'll be proof providers to the uttermost part of the earth. That means 1,500 years from now, 2,000 years from when I'm talking to you, you're going to have the same power I'm giving to you. When that when the power comes upon you and the Holy Spirit infuses you and you are my house built on the rock and on the foundation of the doctrine of the apostles, you will not die in the first century or the second century or the one thousand years or or the fifteen hundred years. You will continue, and then you, if those of you will keep calling and keep holding on to the apostolic doctrine and the word of God. You will reach a new world that I will send you to and you will go there receiving the power that you need in order to launch my gospel all over the world and be the bread basket that feeds those that are hungry and thirsty because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Glory repeat be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And so, you know and I know that in the first century, second century, third century, fourth century, all the way to the eighth century and a thousand um, A.D. plus, whenever we had an ecumenical, that means um uh, uh, the whole or world, worldwide meeting. Say worldwide Christian meeting. Worldwide Christian meeting. We had we had the British Isles represented. We had uh, uh, France, according to what it was called, Francia, then represented. We had India represented. We had uh, 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 Persia at the time represented. We had. Uh, present day Iraq represented, we had all of the Middle East represented, we had all of Africa represented, Antioch was represented, Rome was represented, every place you can go to on land, and also by ship from the Mediterranean, you, you know, you can kind of, or from Libya up to, how many understand, you could get on, on, on ships and get all over that place, you, the, the gospel went there, there is no evidence at all outside of other re- religious groups that some form of a gospel came to America until the gospel came to America. Are you listening to me? And so, when this year it's the fourth hundred-year anniversary of that of the Christians coming to find a new land where there is religious freedom. And Jesus has spoken about it in the verse eight and said, you will receive power To be evidence providers to the uttermost part of the earth. We have not seen a move of God that even resembles the one that God is preparing you and I and you to see. God is about to sweep over the planet with cleansing, delivering, healing, reviving, promoting, blessing, justifying, vindicating, hallelujah, healing, delivering, power. The likes of which no generation has ever seen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Because the day dawn and the day star is about to arise. The planet of the morning is about to arise in your hearts. Glory be to God. You're being infused with the knowledge necessary to rule and reign in life. In the name of the one that called you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Is, that, is, is that small? How many of you didn't notice that? You, 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 you read it, the uttermost part of the earth, but you never thought uttermost part of the earth means it would have to include the United States of America, Canada, and Central and South America, and Australia. Well, if it had to include those places, come on, somebody, if it had to include those places, then the power could not be done away with before you got to those places. Can we think yes. and still go to heaven? Glory, 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 glory. I'm going to read this to you, and 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 then follow the Lord. Go back. I'm going to go back to Acts nine, and it came to pass as Peter passed through all quarters, um, in verse thirty-two through. To verse thirty-five, Peter passed in verse in, in in Acts nine throughout all quarters. He came down also to the saints which dwelt in Lydda, and there was a uh, there there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. Here we have eight years of track record. Um, of palsy and Peter said unto him, Aeneas Jesus Christ makes you whole arise and make your bed he releases, notice when he walks in, the presence of the Lord walks in, we talked in the last uh, session that some people missed about the the uh, the uh, the surge of the anointing, right? And um, and the virtue, didn't we? Yes. And so today we're talking about the kingdom. So Jesus Christ makes you whole. And he arose immediately. And all that dwelt at Lydda and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. Can you see that? So that was no small miracle. That was a major, major miracle. Isn't that powerful? Okay. I want you to, to know that there's one thing that's going to get adjusted properly through uh, recognition you you have the spirit of God you have and and we have an unction we know all things when we have recognition of um, where we belong we have recognition of the um, the uh, mentors or fathers or leaders that we're called to be with and uh, called to um, uh, follow their direction. We trust them, they're proven to us and they've been proven to us. And we can get into obeying them and we obey them not out of a weird way but when we know one another and we know who's speaking the word of the Lord and who's been given uh, bishopric over our souls and we obey them as unto the Lord we do it as unto the Lord not with disrespect to the vessel he's using but not with worship of the vessel he's using with respect to the vessel but honor to God and uh, worship to God how many understand what I'm talking about the word tells us give honor to whom honor is due. It doesn't say don't give honor to any man. It says give honor to whom honor is due and count an elder or a presbyter worthy of double honor, especially those that minister in the word. Now notice that's scripture, somebody say that's the Lord talking. And so the Lord in in the scripture says that an elder or a presbyter that is that labors in the word or teaching, and of course, teaching the apostles' doctrine in, for, we're talking first century. Count them worthy of double honor, a double portion, but then also obey them uh, that have the rule over you. So this obedience is very important because we're a community, and Reverend John had the privilege, I told him um, uh, to minister on. Out of filament, how many remember, and um, watched it. He did a t- phenomenal job. But I I spent about an hour and hour and a half with him about filament and Onesimus, How many remember, and and the key story was the man was probably a servant uh, and lifelong indebtedment to servitude to his uh, and they they're probably both Christians or. Maybe he got converted by the Apostle Paul. How many remember the story? I just want to take you there a minute in your thought. Because there's an epistle in our Bible, a whole epistle that says that Paul had him there with him, trained him, taught him. And he was a great help to Paul. And his name meant profitable. Remember? Now, he was a great help to Paul... But now he asked him, Paul asked him, and he said, well, I, I, he probably confessed, well, I did, I did something wrong and probably stole some money because he said to him, if he's wronged you in any way, put it on my account. Okay. Why am I sharing that with you? Because you'll say, well, doc, I already know that. No, because Paul, instead of profiting, You see what I mean? Off of that, he said, you go make it right first. You go make it right. Now, here's a man. He's taught the word by the apostle Paul. He's where he's at. He could just say, well, nobody tells me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. I don't want to go back there. No, you know, I'm saved by grace. No, he said, make it right. You see, in in this hour, you want this power? Whatever the Lord tells you to do, make it right. You can't have this power not making it right. Making it right does not mean earning it by works. Making it right means you mean what you mean. I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord. I'll do what you want me to do. Are you listening? So making it right is very important. And so two things happened. And I'll close with this one. Uh, If you could call it closing. Actually, I'll open. Um, One was when Peter went to Cornelius' house and the walked into the house of one that is called a Gentile that is uncircumcised and he said to him now you know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to come into the house of one that is a Gentile but the Lord has led me to know not to to contaminate anything that he has cleansed original language or not to call common or unclean what he has cleansed They, they weren't even speaking in tongues yet but but he, but the Lord said no 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 they 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 they're okay I I died for them too see what I mean that's so he he walks in and while he's speaking they're filled with the Holy Spirit and and Peter has uh, with him a company from Jerusalem so he says to them now um, he says to them. Uh, can any man withhold water that these should be baptized who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we am I quoting the word and they brought water and baptized them so when he went to Jerusalem they asked him James and John and the presbyters in Jerusalem and the company of Abraham they said we heard you walked into the house of a Gentile it had never been done living on the cutting edge never been done and you uh, and, and walked into the house of one that is called a Gentile and he said and he told them the story how God told them that how when he walked in and he, he preached to them they got filled with the Holy Spirit for we, for we heard them speak in tongues uh, and they were baptized like we were and they rejoiced that God has granted salvation to the Gentiles so when the apostle Paul was called to, and I'm going to follow up on that council of Jerusalem. So the apostle Paul is out leading the, he's sent out from Antioch, don't have time to go there, but he's sent with Barnabas, and he's gone, he has three missionary journeys, and during that time, he's planting churches, and he's converting people to the Lord. And his gospel that is given to him by revelation was direction from God not to force the Gentile Christians to take on the Jewish customs. Are you listening to me? And at which had to do with circumcision and some observances of the law of Moses. One of which was a very big deal in the early church, whether or not you're going to worship on Sabbath day or the first day of the week. How many understand what I'm talking about? And so the compromise that would be a positive one would be, well, I'll worship with you on the Sabbath, and you worship with me on the first day of the week. How many understand? Or if, if it was an entirely uh, Jewish congregation, they worshiped on, on, on one day. And Paul said now, you, one man esteems one day above another. Another man esteems every day alike. Let every man be persuaded. And then he goes on to say, Let no man judge you with with reference to a full moon or a holy day or a feast, etc., etc. And so it's very important. So the Apostle Paul, as he was traveling, was having people following up behind him. We call them Judaizers. And they're Problem was they knew a little bit. They knew the story of Christ. Does that make sense? They actually believed that Christ rose from the dead. How many understand that? They actually believed that Christ died and rose again. But they were not inner circle enough to understand what it meant. I did not come to destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. So they followed Paul. And they said it's not enough that you have received Christ and you have been baptized, baptism was called by the apostle Paul the circumcision made without hands and they said you have to be circumcised and keep the feasts and keep the Sabbath days or the law of Moses and so it was creating problems and all we have to do is look at the epistle of Paul to the Galatians And we could see that what happened was people that received the spirit and they have the anointing and they have the power of God, they have the word of God, were told, no, you don't have everything when you have Jesus. And so what happened is they added to what they were doing something that was going to make them better. See, the only thing we add is more of Christ. Are you listening to me? And nothing that we do is mere ritual. Everything that we do is New Testament mystery. If the Lord has said it, we will do it. And as often as we do it, We do show forth the Lord's death. If the Lord said, anointing them with oil. If the Lord said, prophesy over them. If the Lord said, laying hands on them. Whatever he, we do it, but we don't do it as a ritual. We do it as what? Uh, We do it in faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Paul says, oh foolish Galatians who has bewitched you. You started in the spirit, now you're made perfect in the flesh. He, he, are you, are you, are you catching this? So, it's very important to know that, that, that and I'm going to go back to this. We are in an area called economia, shout it. Economia. That means in 2,000 years of legacy in the church, there's been seasons and times when we had to economia how we did what we did. Baptism, for instance, doctrinally by immersion. But sometimes we were in places where there was not enough water. And so we economy a temporarily baptism by pouring a little bit of water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Not to establish a new theology, but to get through a time period. Thank you very much. Just like in Central and South America and certain parts out in the, in the Amazon where there are some Christians from a couple hundred years ago, they cannot, they did not have grapes to have grape juice in order to have communion. And so they would use water and they would use whatever kind that resembles bread and the prayer of faith and the just the acknowledgement of the Lord allowed the Lord to make that same what seems to be a substandard communion, the same medicine of immortality in the lives of those that believe. I'm going to preach today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and so Paul, you know, uh, had a whole team. He didn't, but a team of Judaizers. That's what they're called theologically. They went to James. James, of course, the relative of Christ, was, as you remember, a, a, um, a, what do you call it, a a Nazarite and um, a Levite and was a believer. Does that make sense? And was full of the Holy Spirit. So he is well accustomed with the law and with the word of God. And he, of course, believed completely in the Lord. And so when they had that meeting there, they had a meeting to decide, should Paul, what's Paul doing? What's Barnabas doing? So once they found out the miracles that are happening, they were very happy. Did Rev get that far Sunday? Okay. Can I read this to you? Yes. So in Acts 15, it says, Then... Pleased it the apostles and the elders. Everybody say presbyters. Presbyters. Now these elders were like the priests or elders in the church. Many of these elders used to be ex-Pharisees or Sadducees, but became believers on the Lord, full of the Holy Spirit. How many understand? And worship the Lord in the freedom of the New Testament, but yet the church gathered together. And so the elders, with, with how much of the church? The, church? the whole church. By now, in Jerusalem, the church is, is way above 10, 15, or whatever thousand. You filled the city with your doctrine. We had 3,000, then we had 5,000 that we have a count of. Isn't that right? Yes. The whole church, it pleased them to send chosen men of their own company that means from Jerusalem to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas isn't that great to have two churches get along and so Antioch was an ancient church and um, the sea of Phoenicia fell to Antioch and Antioch was founded by Peter and Paul and so uh, Barnabas and, and Paul and others were prophets and teachers in Antioch in the 13th chapter and they were laid hands on and they were sent, Paul and Barnabas, as what? As apostles through the laying on of hands. Right? Yes. Should I stop? No! So he said, he said, said to them th- to send them to their own company with chosen men. With Paul and Barnabas. Who were the chosen men? Named Judas, surnamed Barsabbas, and Silas. Chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters. Now we don't have those letters, do we? No. But we have record in the sacred scriptures that they wrote letters, so they sent a note, they sent a letter, from the church of Jerusalem, to the church of Antioch, so they, they, they would eliminate confusion, and they sent them not only with Barnabas and, and, and Paul, because they were smart enough, if Barnabas and Paul would have gone, and showed them letters, the people could later be followed up on, and they would say no, they made up those letters, but they sent with them two other witnesses that were chief men or brethren um, among uh, among them, Barsavas and Silas. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. In other words, this is what it says. The apostles and elders and brethren send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria, and Cilicia. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we gave no such commandment, it seemed good unto us being assembled with one accord, shout out loud. Assembled. assembled. Shout it again. Assembled. Shout it one more time. Assembled. Assembled with one accord in agreement to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas. Who shall also tell you the same things by mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost. And to us. If you believe that the same Holy Spirit works with us today. Lift your hand up. If you believe there are still apostles, elders, brethren, leaders in the church that the Holy Spirit works with in order to direct churches to correct their error. Today, lift your hand, other hand, and thank God you're about to step into the greatest hour of appointment you ever had with God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so, so you see, I have to I have to obey the Lord. You see, people say, well, I only believe in the Bible. But you don't. Because if you were Onesimus, you'd have never done what Paul told you to do and go back to, to, to uh, Philemon. And if you were in Cilicia and Antioch and elsewhere, you didn't really have to listen to a letter written by the elders in Jerusalem and sent by four men. Here, they don't even have a Bible. They have a relationship. So a Bible without a relationship does not a church make. And a church without a Bible (laughs) is of no benefit at all. Are you listening? So here we're seeing not only doctrine, we're seeing actions, we're seeing trips, we're seeing hazarding. They're saying these men have hazarded their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have sent therefore Judas and Silas. That's why we sent Judas. We, we inspected this thing. We had a meeting together. We talked together. We didn't argue. We just asked questions. We got answers. We saw testimonies. We heard things. And they're really making an impact on the nations of the world. These are people we know. And they hazarded their life. They, they were almost killed many times for the sake of the gospel. So we sent therefore Judas and Silas. Who will have also, who will tell you the same thing by mouth, confirmation. For it seemed good to us, um, to to the Holy Ghost and to us, to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Necessary things. All right, all right, come on. I'm from Cilicia. Come on, I'm from Antioch. Come on, what's necessary Glory to God. Tell me, tell me. I'm from Syria. Want to hear that? I'm um, Aramean, um, Greek speaking, Eastern, pre denominational Christian. Um, that you abstain from meats offered to idols. Okay. And from blood, don't drink blood, or any of the foods that were offered to idols, which are were normally, which were normally actually strangled, because they were strangled and offered to demonic spirits, idols. Their blood was in them. How many understand what I'm talking about? That was paganism. <coughs> and from blood, and from things strangled, there it is, and from fornication. How many think that's a good deal? Abstain from these things. From which if you keep yourselves, you shall do well, fare ye well. So when they were dismissed, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, How did they gather the multitude 2,000 years ago? They delivered the epistle which when they had read they rejoiced for the consolation. Do you do you notice what this letter is called? It's called an epistle.
1: Yes.
0: Be, because it was it, it seemed good to us and to the Holy Ghost what did it do? It established doctrinal or or, or behavioral doctrine for the Gentiles. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. And so so, of course, it's in, 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 in the record of Luke. Uh, but, but they called the multitudes together. They delivered the epistles, which when they had read, they rejoiced for the consolation. They got happy. They got rejoiced because they felt like they're lacking nothing. And Judas and Silas being prophets also themselves. Is that what it says? Yeah. Exhorted the brethren with many words and confirmed them. Praise the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now you see multitudes are acting like one family. Do you see? Reading a letter from headquarters or from the, 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 where, where the chief apostles chose to establish their residency but communication was going back and forth and they were lacking in nothing and so when they brought the letter of relief spirit of joy came back to them and 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 they they um they rejoiced in it and then uh there were there were exhortations and words many words that confirmed them and it came from the two prophets that were capable of speaking by inspiration, Judas and Silas. Do you have a minute? Yes. yes. There is a man by the name of Mark. That's uh, John Mark, who wrote the Gospel of Mark. In First Peter 5.13, Peter uses a word... About him when he calls him son he says the church that is in at Babylon he was captive in in Rome elect elected together with you salutes you, and so does Marcus, my son now Mark was related to Barnabas Barnabas and Mark were Hebrews that were also from Cyprus. If you've ever looked at that little Mediterranean area, Cyprus, that little island right off the coast, Barnabas was the man that sold the piece of land that he had and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Remember that? Son of consolation. Mark's mother, Mary, owned that big house or church was held sometimes in Jerusalem, and that's the house where, when Peter got out of jail, he went to and started beating on that house. That was where. That was the house. See, I'm just trying to show you how community, how Christians. You see what I mean? They knew. We knew where to go. So, so now, now here, Peter personally, and and Paul also, they both uh, uh, um, talk about Mark. As their disciple and their son. But the word that Peter uses for son. Is a word used about us being sons of God. So this is actually almost as if. Peter's own son. Not spiritual son but own son. Although we know that Peter. Probably only had two daughters. How many understand what I'm talking about? And a wife. And. Uh, is this too much? No. And And so. He says, eh, Marcus, my son. And in, in 2 Timothy, Paul's writing to Timothy says, Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him, talking to Timothy, with you. For he is profitable to me for the ministry. Now, that shows us how in the beginning when Barnabas and Saul traveled from Antioch, being sent by the Holy Ghost, Mark went with them. And John Mark, being raised in in, and an eyewitness probably of the resurrection, he was more probably uh, most believed to be the little young man that was just wearing a coat in the garden, watching. And when the soldiers grabbed him, he let go of that coat and ran off, you know, streaking, you know, when they captured Jesus. It's very important to know that God chose ordinary people, but did not leave them that way. And that he did not scatter them. He kept them communicating with one another, writing to one another and traveling and coming back. And joining and having services both in Jerusalem as well as in Antioch, as well as in other places that churches were planted. And we recognized one another either by name and by identity or in some occasions by letter of confirmation sent with someone that we know. How many of you know that Phoebe was sent to Rome with the epistle to the Romans and described for who she was by the Apostle Paul. Is this too much teaching? See, I want you to know today the globe is very small. And today the church, the body of Christ does not want to build walls that separate us neither by skin color nor by gender. We are not going to allow this, that or the other small things to become big mountains that separate us and therefore delay the manifestation of the rulership of the kingdom on earth. We're letting every wall of division fall down and we're coming around the apostolic Doctrine and the pre-denominational unity that enables us to communicate with one another until there is no ought in our heart. And even when Barnabas and Saul decided to go their own way, and 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 Mark went with Barnabas, and 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 Paul took Silas with him. Later on, Paul heard about what was happening with the training of Mark under the tutelage of Peter and then he also sent um, to Timothy to bring him with him because he said he's profitable to me for the ministry. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We don't just start together. We finish together. We don't just start in Christ. We go to the same heaven. We don't just start in victory. We finish the victory. And this is the victory. Hallelujah. That overcomes the world. Even our faith Glory. 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 is that good yes. I, i'm i'm concerned that i'm taking too long no. can i take a little bit yes. i'm just i'm just gonna take a little bit um i'm gonna just mention just mention a little bit we all know the the um the uh The Apostle Paul mentions how the eyewitnesses that the Lord appeared to he names them he 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 names appearing to the eleven he names appearing to the the twelve he names appearing to all the apostles he names showing up to James and then he calls he talks about uh, how the Lord appeared to him also and so uh very. Important when we look at, for instance, John Mark, and we know that 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 is very you know probable that if the if the guy was in the garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was captured, of course he he would have been one of the uh five hundred that Jesus appeared to more, more more than probable, possibly his mother, that is also called Mary that owned the house, she was a hostess that fed the apostles and took care of the early churches so there were and so i would call that an apostolic generation but then i would i would say this and and a lot of people say and it's not because i mean i i've seen the lord okay but that that's you know you how many of us have seen the lord anybody have seen the lord had anybody seen okay so we, we i've seen the lord but i know enough i'm Dr. Robin was caught up to heaven, kid. I know enough. People will sometimes not believe you've seen the Lord. So that's, you know, just because Paul said, are we not apostles? Have we not seen the Lord? That did not mean that only eyewitnesses were apostles. Because the apostle Paul also said, have we not wrought the signs of an apostle among you? So an apostle carries signs and wonders that are measured, you see what I mean, in the church according to the rank and the ministerial role. And the reason I say that is because when the church uh, started with hundreds of people that did not only see the Lord but were taught by him during his 40 days, which we don't uh, talk about in FCF extensively, Um, uh, also um, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit caused the multitude of 3,000 people to continue immediately in the apostles doctrine so the teaching was immediately given to us how many of us here were were believers that what the apostles uh, regardless of whether they were 520 or 500 or whatever I'm not talking about the 12 now because Paul is not one of the 12 Barnabas is not one of the 12. And both of those are called apostles. Are you here? So how many know we're not talking about the 12? We're even talking about two that wrote gospels that are not apostles. Are you here? So Luke was not called an apostle. Mark was one of the 70 probably. How many understand? So those that 72 was an apostolic generation. The over 500... We're apostles, so we call the early church the apostolic generation in that way. But how many of us believe that what they preached is in the word of God? Yes. And if it is the word of God and it was what is declared, then it is the word of God that today manifests the kingdom of God. Yes. The same way he did back then, he does now. Yes. So that's very important. And um, um, I'm going to just mention to you um, uh, some of the first century and early second century, just several things about the, what we call the apostolic church fathers. Those are direct disciples of the apostles. And I don't have time to go into all the people in the Bible. But I have to say this. Uh, Bishop of Antioch, Ignatius, he was the third Bishop of Antioch. Peter was one, the first. And and he was discipled and ordained by the Apostle John. Isn't that great? Yes. And when John was at Ephesus, and possibly people believed that John was at Ephesus traveling with, and uh, because he was caring for Jesus' mother, some people think or believe uh, that she uh, reposed or died in Ephesus. So whether that's true or not, we know that that, um, uh, the early writings show that John traveled and ministered and also was told by Christ to write to the seven churches in Asia Minor. Why would he write to seven churches that he's an alien to? Right. Right. And so, so, okay. So you agree with that? Yes. So he, 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 he trained and was ordained by John at Ephesus. Now, this Ignatius is believed to be The child in Mark, chapter nine, verse 36. Do you have a Bible? Now, I said believe to be, and then I'm gonna go from there. This Ignatius, Bishop of Antioch, What does it say? Who can read that out loud? And he took a child
1: and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall
0: receive me receives him that sent me. Now, it is is believed from the earliest times among the Christian community that that Jesus seemingly randomly picked up a child and said what he said. But that random child was this one. Uh, You never know. Now, somebody said, well, that's not in the Bible. Well, let me tell you what's in the Bible. If you're a baby and Jesus picks you up and uses you as an illustrated verse and holds you in his own arms and puts you down, do you think you'll grow up to be a mess? So whether it is or it isn't, there is a boy that Jesus picked out of the multitude, and the Lord doesn't do things randomly, but he picked up a child, held him in his arms, and he said, what did he say? So he uses him as an illustrated sermon for all the innocent children that can be received, whether innocent children in the natural or grown up innocent children. After the new birth, it doesn't matter if they're received in a way that you love them, train them, pour the love of God on them. It's like receiving Christ and it's not only like receiving Christ, it's like receiving the one that sent him. But out of a a bunch of kids, he picks one child and holds them up. There's no way Jesus speaks about a child while he's holding him. And then when he puts him down, the child goes back to being normal again. (laughs) my god i mean whether five years it wasn't even five years maybe a year and a half passed and nationally everybody knew the grave was empty and he is risen the one that was holding you glory be to god ascended to heaven and poured out his almighty holy spirit glory hallelujah so whether or not that that Early, early, early tradition is fact, fact or whether it is believed, it's, it's, it's not, it does not um, change what the Lord did. But he was ordained by the apostles, um, possibly by Peter and Paul, or one of the two. Third bishop of Antioch after Peter, and he was martyred in 108 By being fed to lions, he wrote some some things and wrote some things about leadership in the church uh the importance of flown with leadership uh, talked about the uh, Holy Communion, as taught to him by the apostles, calling it the medicine of immortality. Um, and uh, then, of course, you um, you heard about Polycarp's martyrdom. I want I want to I want to tell you about Polycarp. Uh, uh, he's one of the apostolic church fathers and he was um he was trained by John um and um the apostle uh polycarp um was martyred around 150, 140, 130 AD. Okay, nobody nobody really knows. Some people think he lived eighty-six years, but but we've found a record to believe that he lived. 100 or more he was martyred when he was had been serving God 86 years so he had been serving Jesus for 86 years and uh, a phenomenal thing about that you say, well you're talking about people yeah because if I don't talk about people then I can't get you to accept in your life what Jesus had in his we all know Jesus is Lord, yes. you know, but he's not coming back to doing it, to do it for us. That's right. So, so in, in the case of Polycarp, you could, you could imagine the, the, the dress code in those days, we talked about it, and it's pretty much like, it would be like a tunic and an over overcoat eastern style goes all the way down to probably close to your ankles so maybe a little bit high by your shins or whatever under that there would be what your sandals well the the people knew of his healing ministry and the people would go to touch his feet that were that would were luminescent they the skin would shine on the top of his feet because of how full of the Holy Ghost he is. And um, they would get their miracle the way that um, they got miracles through the apostles and through the disciples of the Lord because he was taught by them. Isn't that powerful? And, And so... These early ones, including Irenaeus, Bishop of, of, of um, Lyon uh, or Gaul, um, he died in around 200. These are called, and there is more, but, but these three are called apostolic church fathers, meaning directly ordained by the chief apostles. Does so that make sense? So before you're ordained, you would be what? You'd be trained, yes. you'd be taught. Does that make sense? Yes. And then you'd work in the ministry and, and prove yourself. So, in as far as church structure, he talks about um, how in every church he describes the gatherings um, that the, the, uh, that that uh, w- we should they should contemplate and I heard someone recently say, we should contemplate and reflect on whether or not the church that is today is the same kind of church that we see in the word of God. How many believe that's a good rational thought? Yes. We could start there and, um, and we've been now, I've been ministering 44 years and um, in the last 10 years the Lord said, take it up to first century discipleship. Now, corporately all over the world, many people that have been in understanding the indwelling, understanding all of that, you need to not only get on International Miracle Institute or first century faith teaching, but also if you qualify as a doctor and you're graduate from then get in on first-century discipleship and allow the Lord to work in your life to transform you. So we, we, we're going to see the church in the hour we live in today begin to take on the same level of spiritual power that we had then. Uh, economia, things change. Technology changes, method of travel changes, all of that. But theology does not change. Does that make sense? Nothing invented substitutes something established. If the Lord established something, nothing invented substitutes it. Are are you making... So, see... uh, you know uh, as often as you do this you do show the lord's death till he comes not till there's an invention right. you see what i mean and so and and i know your hearts are, are for the things of the lord and i'm going to help you deal with the stupid people around you not not here but And, and so he, he goes on to say in his book Against Heresies, just this paragraph I'm going to read to you, um, it, that in every church, um, we we should contemplate clearly the tradition of the apostles manifested through the whole world. And we are in position to reckon up those who were by the apostles instituted, bishops, in the churches, and so there are three words that are used: um, that are um, uh, uh, deacon in the Greek, uh, presbyter uh, means uh, elder or priest or pastor, and then uh, the the bishopric or the what we call equal to the apostle. That means after the original apostles, their immediate disciples were ordained to carry out that same message. How many understand? It's a function, not a title. So to carry out that same message till the end of time when the Lord returns, there will not be two ministry gifts missing. There will not be an apostle and prophet Missing. This is why a lot of people, a lot of people out there are more comfortable um, uh, calling someone pastor or evangelist. Does that make sense? And then you are um, recognizing their call. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands up, everybody. and, and, And if you would pray in the spirit, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this nation. I thank you for the leadership, both in the in business, in government, in local government, in state government, in medical field. I thank you for leadership in in banking in business in economy and I thank you for leadership in your house your kingdom we said it last but it is not least this is one nation under God let your kingdom and the powers thereof be manifested in this great nation for your glory and for your honor and let everything that oppose your children, sons, daughters, men, women, church, ministry, call, those with a heart after you, let their opposition be now declared a failure and let their success be now declared a blessing and a contribution. And we pray for our friends and our sons that we love, in Africa and our daughters that we love in Africa from the south all the way to maritania in the north and we thank you for, the, for, the, for the, 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 the brothers and the sisters and the sons and the daughters that make up the realm that is known as the cradle of Christianity And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I declare and I ask your angelic help to protect the believers in those regions of the world and keep them from the evil one and from any attack. Or strategy, opposition, or violence, ill intentions, or ill will moved by your power also throughout the European nations among ministers, among men, among women, among leaders that are called to serve you and called to minister the good news of the gospel. We stand today declaring That the Spirit's intent on destroying or diverting or deluding the original apostolic truth that you planted. And um, deviating the body of Christ from the fervency and the conservity of your generosity and your word that cannot return void. We declare those forces, those agendas, those groups, and their lobbyings, and their workings, incapable. We ask you to move by your spirit. Visit them, touch them, if there's any way for you to do With the most, like you did with Saul of Tarsus. Loose your power. A corporate body worldwide declares it today. Awaken your men and your women, your chosen, those that know you and those that are yet to know you. And I pray. I pray for every household, I pray for every, every person there watching me, you said from India, from Nepal, from, from Pakistan, and, 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 from, from Australia, and from New Zealand, and from the islands of the Pacific, and from the islands of the, um, the other side, the Atlantic, we lose the anointing of God on every nation under heaven. Every soul, the soul of man or humanity belong to the Lord. loose your power on them. deliver us today from this lying temporary attack and propaganda of the invisible evil one. Do you be the honor, the glory and the praise and if you believe it jump up and shout like you never shouted in your life. Glory to God. Glory to God.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.